I'm not a big fan of the South African team being in the European Cup. The trick is in the name. You can see that one part doesn't fit into the other. I do think they've brought a huge amount of style and some fantastic rugby to Subscribe it. to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Conlith, an easy enough win here for Derry to kick off their championship, a 12-point win against Fermanagh. Yeah, it was, and it was a difficult task for Derry coming in here because they'd have been expected to win, and I think probably they get out of it, you know, relatively easily compared to, you know, what it could have been. Mm-hmm. Not much of an atmosphere, I thought. You know, I was coming here thinking championship feeling. I was buzzed up for the game. Not really what we would have expected. No, and I think probably Derry played their part in that. They silenced any Fermanagh support that was here early on. You know, they went 3-4-0 ahead, and then they could play the game at their terms. So I think Derry done everything that you would expect off them especially since they were playing against the Breeze and, and I think that probably broke for Manners resistant early on Yeah big time I think it was that fast start five points without reply and they did it at such a pace as well that it sort of just knocked for Manners stuffing out of the game Yeah right from the throw in you know like obviously Owen McAvoy was marking Dara McGurn who was their top scorer Owen McAvoy's championship debut he races up the field and he, he scores the first point of the game on his debut like a dream debut I thought he was exceptional throughout McGurn was their top scorer with Quigley not here so he took him completely out of the game and he added a wee bit of value at the other end and I thought for a young lad of 19 I thought it was such a mature performance from him and coming into the game to lose someone like Sean Quigley I was just speaking there to, to Kieran their manager and you know to have someone like him who's so influential to, to be ruled out last minute you know that's massive as well for them yeah it is like he's, he's kicked 310 he's their top scorer even though he only started two league games and that just shows how influential he is whenever Fermanagh needed that bounce off the bench today they didn't have that and they, in the second half they battled really hard but you know outside of Vulcan Kelm you know that didn't and, and obviously Shea Collin got two brilliant goals for a full back which is incredible and he did a great game but I just thought it was just going to be difficult because the rest of the forwards just couldn't get into the game because Derry were so dominant in that area Going in at half time it was 10 points up for Derry even at that they were running in to the dressing room Rory made them run in each and every one of them and you know they came out again and kicked on but Fermanagh did come into the game and there was moments of improvements for them especially with the shaker and goals Yeah well look at half time the game probably was over for everybody else here and it was a case that Fermanagh now had a half to try and salvage something from the game so that they could bring a wee bit of momentum into the Talton Cup and like definitely they've done that you know they kicked on they got a couple of goals you know which give them a wee bit of hope but the fact is after Shea Khan's first goal a great kick out from Oren Lynch and it was uh, one pass in you know Benny Hearn gets pulled down for the penalty and it just really broke their heart and, and that's what Derry have their pace their power you know just their chemistry up front you know they, they were just so much far, further ahead and, and, and played towards they're a Division 1 team you know and while next year it'll be Division 1 and Division 2 for Fermanagh but you could see that gulf in class in terms of their physicality and their speed and their pace and power you know and it's not necessarily down to skill but that's what separates teams at the top divisions and, and anything below them yeah, it's Derry's system as well. You know, they, they play, everybody pushes forward, everybody gets back. It's a it's running game, you know, fitness levels have to be high to be able to play that type of game. What would it be like against maybe the better teams? You know, they got caught once or twice getting back there and they got in for, for a point for Mana. But I did think at times, you know, against a better team, they could be caught here. Well, the big worry is for a second game in a row, Connor Glass goes off and Derry start conceding goals. And, and maybe it's just a coincidence, but I think he plays such an important role at the top of the day. Whenever he played in the first half, Derry looked really secure. The minute he went off, the two goals went in and, you know, he limped off maybe a wee bit. You know, maybe it was precautionary. But like the fact that... 
both himself and Chrissy McKeague came off, whether it's precautionary or not, they're two players that Derry need. Chrissy probably needed that game. He hadn't played for quite a while. So I think when you come into that next game against the Toronto Fermanagh, you need to be very close to your best. You need a Chris, you need a Chrissy McKeague very fit. You need a Connor Glass flying, and then everybody else doing their job in around that. But that'll be the one worry when Derry look back at that is how vulnerable for the second game in a row they looked when Connor Glass went off. Mm-hmm. And Chrissy McKay, I, you know, he's always brilliant, but I really thought he was struggling out there today. He put his hand up a few times, signalling to the sideline, you know, that he wanted to go off, and it looked like he was really carrying a knock of some sort, maybe the, the ankle injury that he's had previously. So you'd really worry about him going forward. Yeah, you would. Like one time he came down and, and he did look like a wee bit of distress, and the physios were out with him, and, and then he wanted to stay on. And like when you are short of match practice. Alton Kelm, you know, he's one of those players that has pace that's at a different level to a lot of players. You know, he's so powerful and a couple of times he showed that, but I thought in the second half, once Chrissy had got the grips with him, he kind of got him, you know, under, under wraps. You know, albeit Kelm did look like the one player that had the pace and power to unlock that Derry defence, but there just wasn't enough support around him on a day like that. But look, to be fair, credit to Vermont in that second half. They have something now to build to. You know, they've got promotion. They've the... Telchin Cup to look forward to you know when you hear by talking to some of the players in some of the interviews after it it's something now that they're going to target and I think that's really important because in other years you either go into the qualifiers or your championships over now they have something really meaningful to go for and, and you've seen what happened with Westmead last year you know and I think it's a competition that Fermanagh would really benefit from yeah absolutely more games you know and it's only going to see more improvements and Kieran was just saying that there when I spoke to him one thing he talked about was Shea Cullen and those goals from full back you know you know, thankfully they went in because they needed that bit of, you know, urgency from them to, to keep going here today. You know, and like a lot of times, you know, we give teams, you know, a lot of, you know, negative talk because they sort of went too defensive. You know, and ultimately today, Fermanagh went really high on the press to try and stop Derry's runners through the middle. And obviously it didn't work because it left the full back line exposed. But, you know, you could criticise that. But I would say, like, it, there was in the front foot. They had the breeze and they did go for it a bit. But again, teams like Derry, you just get caught. And, you know, their their plus one was just a wee bit too high at times. And, and they learned from that because a championship match against sort of top end opposition every wee mistake you make everything is wrong with your setup really gets exposed and I think for Mana while it's disappointing today I think they'll be better for the experience Absolutely and you know previous to last year they'd won their first Ulster for the first time in 24 years so now they are the, the hunted as, you, as you'd like to say you know for this Ulster Championship when before they maybe would have been underdogs in some capacity going in but now it feels like you know they're real contenders for this Ulster Not as unlike they're very consistent they play a very similar team they play the same style you know there's going to be no shock so the one thing that every Derry player is is they're very comfortable when subs come in you know while it, it didn't look like that today's stages because they conceded the goals it is a wee bit seamless so whether it's Monaghan or Tyrone the next day they'll know how Derry's going to set up Derry don't go for all the fuss of, of dummy teams and things like that it's just they're saying this is how good we are it's up to you to come and break us down and I think it's going to lead to a very interesting latter end of the Ulster Championship because it's still the one championship that really matters to all the teams in it and will you, you talk about Munster and maybe in Connacht we were talking about maybe being better out of the competition there's nobody in Ulster thinks that way an Ulster title is still very very coveted and it's something that sort of every team now at the back end really wants to get 
Yeah, that was definitely evident from the celebrations last year um, for Derry. And just looking at Shane McGuigan as well, 2-6 today. You know, impressive for him? Yeah, it is. And it's the first game probably uh, in quite a while that he's played so close to goal. And, you know, when Shane, Shane Cullen, you know, really struggled to get to grips with him, you know, the runners coming through the middle and once decent ball was kicked into him, you know, he is really top of his game. You know, and, and everything he touched turned to gold. And I think that's probably the form that... He showed earlier last year through the league he's been playing a wee bit more of a drawn out round 11 and as the competition goes on it just shows how fluid Derry can be anybody can drop in at times today you know Chrissy McKeague was in that front line of five forwards and it just shows how hard Derry are to pick up and the players are so versatile as well that it doesn't really matter like Owen McAvoy comes in today and it technically leaves Derry in the, on, with seven defenders but it didn't matter it didn't look that way it looked like Derry had more forwards in Fermanagh so it just shows how fluid they are whenever they do attack and Rory Gallagher once again seriously animated on the sideline Fermanagh would be his own county but uh, he doesn't hold back on the celebrations yeah look you could tell right from the start that this is a game he really wanted to win he was really animated he was really aggressive on the line and again the players responded to that and you know the game looked over at half time and while other teams and other managers would have rested on the laurels he sprinted them into the changing room because he wanted them in there and it just shows how much he wanted to win that game and the Derry players responded to that today again and look he has them where he wants them they're playing the sort of football that he wants them to play and if they can just keep developing you know it's going to take a very very good team to beat them again this year brilliant thank you thanks Ashley Connor, congratulations a good way to start the championship a 12 point win yeah um, good win obviously to get over the first game um, there's obviously stuff to brush up on uh, that second half there but look we're just happy to get out of here with the win yeah good start as well to the game five points without reply was that something that Rory said to you is coming into the game to get a good start yeah, look, I suppose in any championship game, the dream start is to get ahead by four or five points and then you can sort of manage the game from there, I suppose. Um, we're just happy, you know, that lads, we got in early enough with the full back line pushing up, so um, took our scores and we're happy enough with that. Wasn't the best atmosphere for a championship game, but still you could hear Rory as clear as ever on the sideline, probably clearer than most days because it, there wasn't as much atmosphere. It was a little bit quieter. I suppose for you as players, do you like that? Do you like Rory Chetwin on to you? Oh yeah, it's definitely. Oh, it's good to know. Uh, get the instructions on and clear as day. And I suppose when Shane put the goal in, I suppose it took a bit of the sting out of the game. Um, we were able to manage from them, so it probably killed the atmosphere a wee bit. But um, aye, it's good to hear, Rory. <laughs> You're through now to the Ulster semi-final. You'll either face Tyrone or Monaghan. The game is on tomorrow. You know, two two tough teams either way, but it'll be good to get it back into that Ulster semi-final. Yeah, it's a massive game tomorrow. Um, it could go either way. Um, we'll probably be watching on closely. And whoever comes out that side, it'll be a tough test so we'll just have to prepare for them and so far how are you enjoying your journey with Derry you know last year was dream stuff and it seems to be continuing on this year your real contenders to for Ulster and even to go on further to an All-Ireland that's it I suppose we got a taste for it last year and now we're just looking to repeat that and even go further this year is there a good atmosphere within the camp yeah definitely um, within the camp and then within the county after last year I suppose people are excited to see what come and when you were growing up, did you ever think this would be possible to be able to win an Ulster Championship at Derry? I suppose so. Um, look, at underage and minors, we suppose we had a good run in a few years in the under-20s, so a lot of that group now playing as part of that squad. And I suppose we just knew it was just a matter of time if we put our shoulder to the wheel and pushed over the line. There's talent all over the team, I suppose, especially in that midfield area. Brendan Rodgers really coming into his own now in, the, in midfield. That switch of positions really working for him? Yeah, um, Connor and Rogers, I, in my opinion, are probably the best midfield in Ireland. They're unbelievable lads, and as you said, Rogers just tucked it. Um, he's unbelievable on his day. He's very hard to mark, and he can defend too, so he's a headache for anybody. And Oren Lynch in goals as well. Last year, 
bit of a hard time, I suppose, coming near the end of the championship. But out there today, he looked so comfortable outfield and he got that score from play as well. I look, Oren's brilliant. Um, Rory and the management team and all those boys trust in Oren. Sometimes people just get the wrath of, of things, but uh, we 100% trust in Oren. And today it just showed his kick out for unbelievable and he even got up for a score. So it's class to have. And even at half time when you were 10 points up, Rory ran on the pitch and made sure that every single one of his ran into that dressing room. Yeah, it was just disposed, just not to foot off the gas. It's championship football, you can't afford to do it. If we could go up by 10 in the first half, there's no reason my Fermanagh couldn't go up by 10 in the second half, so we just had to make sure we got the, the game over the line. And you're looking forward to all the championship games to come? Yep, that's it. Now it's just prepare for whoever comes out the other side, next, or whoever comes out the side tomorrow, and uh, looking forward to it. Brilliant, Thanks, Thanks, Thank you. Well done. Roy, congratulations. A good way to start off the championship with a win by 12 points? Yeah, I've seen this, and it's nice to start it off with a win no matter what. And I suppose, look, you're playing a team you're expected to beat. You just want to come in and out and get the job done. And, you know, it was good to, I suppose, have it done, you know, fairly early. And, you know, in half time, it was effectively over. Yeah, after five points quickly in that first half without reply, it was the start you would have hoped for. Yeah, it was. Listen, we wanted to hit the ground running. I suppose Fermanagh would have liked to hang in the game for as long as possible and they wanted to make it difficult for us. But, but thankfully, I thought we attacked really well early on and we were clinical in our, in our chances, you know. Mm -hmm. Two early goals as well, that always helps. Yeah, listen, goals are good, you know. And Shane finished his brilliantly, so he did. And Paul probably um, rode his luck a wee bit, but he went with the intent of getting it, you know. And we looked like opening them up a lot. Probably Shane got another one before half time, but look, it was just a really strong position to be in at half time and you're able to kind of you know, take the you know, foot off the gas a small bit. Yeah, well, even going in at half time, I noticed that you made every single player run in off the pitch, even though you're up by 10 points at that point. Oh, listen, we said before the game, listen, as I hit the ground running, let's get five, six, seven, eight points up and let's get in and talk about uh, the second half and finish it out. And the boys just just did it, you know, but just really pleased. Actually, you know, we had to get up for Division 2, you know, and, you know, we, we didn't have the Glen players available to start out, so we had to come down a lot after, you know, obviously the, the euphoria of beating Dublin and then uh, getting the promotion is clear. So we've, you know, relaxed a lot the last couple of weeks. It's mm -hmm. hard to believe some things, but we have. and. We felt we'd get over the line today and you know, we're, we have a training camp now I suppose coming in next weekend and we'll build towards uh, the semi-final of the Ulster Championship and that's what we want to do. Mm -hmm. You relax a lot, do you ever relax? Oh, yeah, I relax going to football, you know, so I do. And uh, listen, I love uh, being involved and you love going to battle and believe it or not, it's a pastime and it's something we all love. And listen, to, to work with such a great group of players, and obviously lucky with Finity, the Fermanagh players, and I think they've been really successful this year. You know, uh, we know what it's like to get a Division 3 and they showed a lot of character to do that, but, you know, they'll go a different direction than us now. Mm -hmm. You're animated as ever on the sideline. Um, I suppose even these sort of games, when you're up by quite a bit, it, it doesn't, I suppose you know, hinder your passion for the game? No, well, it'll tell you not. There's a lot of sloppiness in the second half. Naturally, mm -hmm. the goals, I wouldn't be as worried about the goals just when the ball broke and we didn't handle them well. But some of the way our sloppiness in attacking play and some of it from some of our star players, you know, I, don't, I expect a lot better from them and they know that and they expect it a lot, you know, and there's a frustration there. Listen, uh, at the end of the day, you want perfection, but as long as the attitude is perfect, but sometimes that slips too. Mm -hmm. Brendan Rodgers in midfield, that's been a switch this year that's looking to really really work for him. He's an exceptional player in that position. Yeah, well, listen, this isn't... Uh, you know, Man City or Liverpool, you know, where you can go and you know, buy in players. We have got to look at our own resources and how to improve them. And we've had we're improving our defence, and obviously Brandon's just such a phenomenal player, the way he can take to it and play in the middle of the park. And look, he's just a really special player. And Oren Lynch, personally, I thought, you know, last year was tough for him at times. You know, the, doing the role that he'd, he'd done and he wasn't fully invested in it last year. Didn't really come off for him, I would say. This year, it feels like he's really comfortable out there. He got a point from play. 
Yeah, he did. Shocked us all. Uh, no, listen, he's a great kid. Uh, people, I think, Oren's only 23, and he's a personal player just to feel very close to. Mm. You know, I really enjoy him. Um, I think he's moved, improved massively. You know, he's played, I don't know what, he's been 40-odd games for us now, which is an awful lot for a young player. But every look, you get different challenges, and probably hands and heart, you know, playing in the lower divisions, we didn't get challenged that much. And you know, there's big learning curves against the Galways and the Scotlands and the Dublins and the, the Thrones Monons, and that's the arena that he wants to be in, and that's going to challenge him now. Yeah, and you obviously you need everyone fit for coming up to these big games and into the Ulster semi-final. Um, Connor Glass came off, Chrissy McKay came off just at the end there as well. It looked like he was carrying a bit of a niggle. I listen, Chrissy just had the wee ankle thing and naturally, you know, it's not perfect, but as he knows himself, he's at an age uh, and he's that much made to lock, he's not going to be perfect, but he's fine and Connor's fine. Connor, we thought it was a hamstring thing, but thankfully the scan came back, it's a wee bit of nerve thing and he trained this week, so we just felt we tried to get 45, 50 minutes into him, but as soon as the game was over, just so we took him out. Fermanagh obviously is your, your own county, does that come into it at all when you're playing any teams or is it just another game? No, not at all. You know, listen, we're in the trenches with Derry, you know, the last number of years and we're in the trenches this season, you know, and uh, we just, we're just we just a team, you know, we want to be great teammates to each other, we want to be honest and honourable to each other, we want to just really dig in and get results and mm-hmm. uh, enjoy it and that's part of it. And you'll face either Monaghan now or Tyrone. Will you go to the game tomorrow? Yeah, we'll take a run to it tomorrow, definitely. Actually, you know, during the league, we didn't get to see too many games because just wanted to keep our focus on ourselves. And uh, listen, obviously, we'd have a good idea to own a Monaghan as they would us. But look, it's nice to go. It's not a big advantage to us, not whatsoever. But I suppose both teams have failed to have a score to settle with us, and that's spicy too. Brilliant, Roy. Thank you. Thanks, Ashley. Thanks Cheers. a lot. Kieran, not the results you would have liked out there today in Brewster Park. No, look, it was going to take everything to go for us today. I seen uh, we, we really had to maximise ourselves. We were very aware we were coming up against one of the top teams in the country. Uh, the way they play and how they control possession and the fact they got to start on us uh, was going to be an uphill struggle after that. We probably felt we didn't settle into the game and maybe a wee bit nervy for periods of it and uh, probably weren't brave enough in possession when we had to be because with them so defensively structured, you, you've got to pose questions off the ball, you know, your runs and your hard runs off sidelines and we weren't doing that um, but they're, they're very slick uh, a serious side and uh, they've loads of options uh, in terms of scores, you know, so uh, no, it it was a disappointing first half we felt look we showed great character in the second half that's all I urged our boys they're very young and look we've come through the a great league campaign we were probably tipped to be relegated uh, and look, we asked them just to back what they've done throughout the league and to show that bit of courage and I felt they did that and that's all, that's, was, that's all we could ask and I thought we had some good scores so disappointing no doubt but I you know uh, proud of them too and the way they responded in the second half yeah, definitely a lot of improvements in that second half. Probably the start was the big thing, getting that five-point lead. How is it to set up against a team like Derry when they all push forward and they all get back? You know, it's very much that running game. You need those fitness levels. For you, how is it to set up against them? Yeah, look, we were probably trying to keep our uh, plus one high just in case there was line breakers, you know, and, and that was probably the big thing because we felt their, their strength from deep was massive, their, their, uh, the, how they break the lines with Rogers and so on. Um, now, in terms of breaking them down, we, we felt the only way we could get in behind them was from our kickouts going long and trying to maybe get them on the 1v1s early, and that didn't materialise. And once they get set up, it, it's extremely difficult, you know, they're, they're group tackling and, um, and they're so organised. So, no, look at it. It, it proved difficult for our forwards, but again, the likes of Alton uh, uh, battled manfully, you know, uh, for large periods of it. You know, uh, Shea got the two goals, and um, I thought we had some good passes to play in the second half, and that's something the boys are going to have to take from as snippets for confidence going into the Tossing Cup.
Yeah, just to mention Shay Cullen from fullback, he got those two goals. Unfortunately, the first one was just sort of cancelled out straight away with that penalty. Yeah. But he did the same just a minute later. Exactly. No, look, he, he's he, the two Cullens are exceptional young men, and uh, they're definitely a big plus to us back. And uh, they probably w- you would never bet on them sc- him scoring two today, but we, we definitely needed it. You know, just give our boys a bit of a lift. But they cancelled that one out very quickly. You know, it, they were so slick in that kick out, and it was a bit of a sucker punch because I felt we went with an aggressive press to see could we get the next score. And, uh, they just hit one over the top and they, they were inside our, uh, our 45 really quickly so no um, but again they, they will take stopping there uh, we just have to regroup uh, and put a real focus on Tolson Cup mm-hmm. Definitely more games to come what was it like to face Rory Gallagher on the sideline you'd obviously know him well from your playing days he's quite animated we'll give him that Yeah I don't think you need me to answer that question <laughs> I think everybody else heard Rory I don't think I have to comment on it <laughs> Yeah um, I just spoke to him there about it and even though it might be a 10 point lead he, he doesn't really change that's for sure but for you for the Talton Cup you'll look to the next games and look for positive performances to come Exactly that's all we can do the fact that our group stages is excellent that's a real positive because we're going to guarantee more championship games and we get a bit of exposure to our players at this level so no it's a great competition one we're looking forward to you know, we've had a good league and we'll just be uh, really focused on trying to keep a bounce through the squad you know and uh, keep a focus on this and it's one that we'll be uh, putting full focus on for, for our squad because we think it's important A blow that you had coming into the game was Sean Quigley um, he's out with a hamstring injury yeah, that's right. Look, Sean picked up a hamstring injury last week and, and then wasn't going to be fit. So, yeah, look, at he, he is disapp- it was disappointing for him because you know, he was getting key goals for us. And, look, we probably need all that uh, as much as we can o- on the pitch, especially in games, I guess. But, no, uh, the game just come too quick for him. There was rumours going around it was about a podcast he had done and stuff like that. Was there any truth to any of that? No, I think, I think every story has to be a big story now. Uh, so, I nearly feel sometimes you have to make up some sort of story to be, to be relevant. Uh, but, no, there was no, there was no story to this uh, it was it was a simple enough uh, explanation yeah and for you overall how much are you enjoying your time with Fermani come in in 2021 and you know to get promoted as well is a brilliant and not an easy thing to do yeah look at I'm enjoying it you know I have a real good backroom team behind me uh, they're good friends as well and we have a good squad and um, with massive support I've always taken great pride in playing for my county and this is probably the pinnacle for me so yes I'm enjoying it not enjoying the amount of work uh, that it takes but you're always willing to do it when you know when you know it's for a good cause like us and when we have a good young squad and uh, look at you you'd be proud to, do, to lead that lead your own, your own county at any stage and, and look these are an exceptional young group uh, they're a pleasure to train and a pleasure to work with and that's all you can ask for so looking forward just to getting our teeth into the Tolson Cup now in the next stage Brilliant. Thanks, all right, thanks, thanks very much